0: Welcome, welcome to another live episode of Unleashing the Future Word Guide Live b b Jam Session on this amazing Happy Friday in Oakland and worldwide. For some of you all, it's a Friday morning, and others, it's a Friday evening. No matter where you're at, hope you're doing well. With that said, though, super excited about the guest I have on today. She's a rock star, amazing friend that was actually introduced to me by my great friend. Shout out to my homie, Mike Yates. Today we're talking with the lovely Jamela Peterson, who is a social entrepreneur and global citizen leveraging social enterprises to build a greater humanity. She is the founder and director of operations for Socialpreneur Lab, and she is leading and changing the game and really implementing entrepreneurship programs as well as workshops within conferences and numerous youth organizations that help people get access to quality education, financial freedom, all kinds of certain things. And we're really going to dive deep on, you know, what what caused her to become passionate about this, why she's building what she's building, and where she sees the future of education and kind of even entrepreneurship going and how they even merge. And we're going to really dive deep on a lot of different things. She's a rock star leader, and I'm super excited to be speaking with her today, because I think we're going to learn a lot from her. Mrs. Peterson, welcome to the show.
1: Whoa, thank you so much, Tim. That intro was amazing. Best intro I've ever had in my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're, we're honored, Mrs. Peterson. Well, you know, share a little bit with us about where you're tuning in and joining um, joining us from.
1: Yeah, so I'm from Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Yay, Atlanta, ATL. Yeah,
1: ATL. <laughs> Um, and I grew up here. I lived all, all over though. I've lived in North Carolina. I was born in New York, um, family in Kansas, but I, I know, and I know Oakland too. I love Oakland. So, but, um, here in Atlanta.
0: So how long have you been living in Atlanta and, you know, what, is that where you started Socialpreneur?
1: Um, no, I, I lived in Atlanta, like all my life. I went to elementary, middle, high school, um, I graduated college and went and moved to North Carolina to go to Davidson College. And after college, I started Socialpreneur Lab. And at the time, I was in Wichita, Kansas. Um, my family on my mother's side is from Kansas. So, um, yeah, so I ended up there and I was volunteer teaching um, at an after school program. And <clears throat> I, you know, decided to teach entrepreneurship and it really took off from there. So I started Socialpreneur Lab there.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, when when what was it about entrepreneurship that really appealed to you that caused you to start Socialpreneur Lab? And, you know, I'd love for you to share a little bit with us about, you know, what inspired it? Because, you know, starting a business, starting anything is tough. So what what was it that really said, hey, you know, I need to build this for the people?
1: Yeah. So I guess to start from the top, I guess. I, at the age of seventeen, while living in Atlanta, um, I became an emancipated minor, and uh, lived well below poverty. I, you know, I was in high school, junior in high school, and um, had to take care of myself. Had to pay rent, pay for groceries, mm-hmm. take myself to the doctor. All kinds of. Had to do that all on my own, and I had a part time job working as a cashier in, at Walgreens, and I was just like, I can't live continue to live like this. At the time, I didn't even have a car. And (laughs) at the rate I was going, I would never be able to afford one. And so, um, I was always thinking, like, what can I do to to improve my life and elevate my life? And I had some great teachers, shout out to North Cobb High School, and the teachers and counselors that I had there that, you know, really supported me and told me that I, if I wanted to elevate my life to go get an education and, and that would help me. And I did that, I was a straight A student. I got a full ride scholarship to Davidson, went to college, graduated, but that didn't change my life. It didn't make it better. And um, it wasn't until I got a trip to go travel to Africa, I was an intern and I got, it was an amazing opportunity. I went to four different countries, went to um, Ghana, Kenya, Nigeria, South Africa, And this was really like my first big introduction to entrepreneurship. And at the time, I had already graduated from college. I already picked my degree and everything else. And this was the first experience learning how these countries are becoming some of the leading economies because of the entrepreneurial spirit that happened Mm here. And um, I was so disappointed, like, hey, why didn't anyone tell me about this at 17 years old when I was struggling and <laughs> working as a cashier in Walgreens. And so um, after that internship, I, you know, moved to Kansas and I started volunteering. And, you know, the the director there said you could teach whatever you want to teach. And I thought, hey, well, I want to teach them what I learned in, when I was in Africa and what I wish I would have learned as a kid. Um, and that's the inspiration behind it all.
0: Wow. So for you, you know, in, in your journey in the early days, what was that like? And what have been some of like the shiny moments for you as you've been building Social entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, so um I've had to bootstrap uh this company. Uh so it it's it's been a challenge because you know, having to figure out where to get these resources from to actually mm-hmm. build this company um has has been fun in a sense because it's <laughs> it's something I've always done. Um, growing up, you know, growing up in poverty, growing up having to take care of myself, I've always had to bootstrap in a sense. I've always had to be resourceful. So it's now like applying it into business. Um, but um, that that has been some of the, I guess, the shiny learning experiences I've been. Um, just how to make a way out of no way. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that answered the
0: question or not. But <laughs> no, you know, you gotta make it happen. No, I, okay. I definitely. Yeah, we have you have to make
1: it. Happen.
0: You self funding a business, building, bootstrapping a business, making it happen. It's a. It's a process, and it, it it takes hustle. It requires grit. You know, for you as a you know female and you know black entrepreneur, female black entrepreneur. You know, what do you think are some of the takeaways that people are listening to this right now who want to be entrepreneur, who want to start something, but they don't really understand how to chisel focus and like put pen and paper, how do you encourage them to, you know, start?
1: Yeah. Um, I think the best way to look at it is to take it one step at a time. Um, I love the lean startup model, um, because you can have this big, I had a big idea, like the platform and all the functionality that it has. I've always had that from the very beginning. And, Mm -hmm. um, to to not be able to do that all at once can be like oh well, you can overwhelm yourself. You can also disappoint yourself because you're like, hey, I wanna do this far and I'm only able to to do, you know, just a little bit. So it's okay to take baby steps and inch your way little by little to reaching your ultimate goal. You don't have to do it all at once. You don't have to have this platform built out all all at one time, you can build it out bit by bit by bit, and it's okay to go slow, and it's okay to take your
0: time. You know, it's interesting because grit and and patience is something that I often say to entrepreneurs that it's really important because you need to be gritty, and you also need to have some diligence, and often, you know, the traditional model of how people talk about building a company, a startup, or a venture is it's all about going really, really fast and breaking things, but it sounds as if you kind of take this mindset of uh, take it day by day, but be very diligent and also disciplined in kind of what you're trying to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's not by choice either. You know, I would love to accelerate. I would love to go faster, um, but just, you know, how society is right now, it's not it's not an option for a lot of founders, especially like me. Black women of color don't get funding. I think the stat was like we get like less than 1%. So it's <laughs> yeah. And so if you look at that, your chances of accelerating are very slim. And so you can shut down and not do anything, or you can say, Hey, I'm gonna make my own way. and go the and so I've always lived the non-traditional route my entire life. So I'm used to being that oddball and having to go the path less traveled. Um you don't hear a lot of stories about bootstrapping, you don't hear a lot of stories about founders who had to, like, build self-funded. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm i happy to explore it, explore this journey and figure it out um, that way, yeah. But it's not, worth, no. I would love to go faster, you know? <laughs>
0: And, and you know and fast is always kind of relative right when building a business like because you can go fast but then certain things are are breaking and you're like no i don't want that to break but then you're also <laughs> and, I, and i think it, it just depends on where you're at in yeah. business and, you know to your point too jamela what i really love about what you're saying is the fact that there's really this important opportunity for us to bring more opportunity and access to those who are black founders that continue to be underfunded. and you know you're really changing the mode in a lot of things that you're doing socialpreneur because you're also educating people on financial literacy, you are know, partnering with a lot of different organizations. I want you to dive deep a little bit about some of the work that you all do as an organization.
1: Yeah. Um, so I think the one word that kind of sums us up is empowerment. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we are really working to get to the root of the problem um, of inequality, which we think it involves not being economically empowered. And so what we do as an organization is that we we start with youth and we give them an opportunity to to actually make money um, through learning about um, starting a business. And so they get to go through the platform and uh, learn about the different phases of the business, starting with market research, customer discovery. They also mm-hmm. had the opportunity to raise their own startup capital with crowdfunding. Um, and then once they raised that capital, some of them raised like, I think one of our biggest raisers, she raised like maybe 1000 or $1,500 wow. for her business. And then she was able to create her MVP in an inventory of her product and then also sell that product online. So they get to learn by doing. Um, I think one of the biggest things that we like to do is um, applied learning and project-based learning. So they're not just thinking in theory about business and entrepreneurship, they're actually getting to learn about it. And um, someone said that the best way to learn about money um, and financial literacy is to actually have money. (laughs) And so. Yeah. So when they actually earn money and uh, get to to see how it works and experience it, and and then we've created a platform so it's okay for them to make mistakes, it's okay Mm -hmm. for them not to raise, it's okay for them to um, experience failure because that's a part of, you know, entrepreneurship, it's it's important to having grit, Um, and so... Yeah, we we give them a real life experience of entrepreneurship and then we empower them um because they're actually earning real money and our goal is to have every student earn their first $1000.
0: Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. So you you definitely probably have some students who are who are crying after <laughs> After raising, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, crying. What do you mean in a good way or a bad yeah, way? way it. A good way, crying you know. They, I, we're gonna start posting some of the videos because this summer we did, we did have like Zoom workshops mm-hmm. and we recorded them, and you can see some of the kids' reactions to them raising their funding and like it is like it makes you want to cry a little bit <laughs> yeah
0: because yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, it's a that's an amazing moment and you're teaching them so much you know i want to ask you jamela with where we're at in the world you know you've been in this space in terms of kind of rethinking education and how to you know get people access to be entrepreneurs and seeing what entrepreneurship looks like you know how do you think the world of education is changing given the moment that we're in in which a lot of states are still dealing with COVID nineteen, and you know there's a bigger spotlight on education.
1: Yeah, that's an awesome question. Um, I think education, because it's being disrupted and this, this, um, so many issues having happening at one time right now. I think it's it's good that it, it's exposing what a lot of the flaws are in our education system, and I think. We're in a in a moment where you, you have to do something about it. Like before, we could talk about it and, and ignore it, but now I think we really have to do something about it. Um, but I think it exposes a lot about um, what's not working um, and where the disparities are in education. And I think some I think some people, depending on who you are and um, the system we're seeing like the disparities that happen and like who's in charge and who's like kind of gatekeeping um in this industry
0: so yeah yeah and there's a lot of gatekeepers there's a lot of gatekeepers and i think uh, fundamentally there i think we're going to see a revolution in education in the next few years, absolutely, 100. And even we're, you know, with our companies, with our companies, we're leading that in our own specific regards. But you know, it's the time, and want to show love to our amazing community. Shout out to Mrs. Ferrante Kim. She is saying great advice. You are saucy with the advice. Shout out to you. Thank you, Kim, for coming in and joining us. Mrs. Yates, Mr. Yates, not Mrs. Yates. He'll kill me. Let's get my boy, my homeboy Mike. The revolution is going to be economic. True that. True that. You know, that is why all these schools with financial literacy apps and lessons are falling flat. You can't learn to manage money. You don't have. Thoughts on that, Jamila?
1: Oh, my gosh. That's so true. Um, <laughs> shout out to, um Mike. Um, yeah, he's awesome. And he's really like a community builder and connecting people. He is.
0: Um, love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it's so true that um, especially when we're looking at, um, are the oppressed communities and marginalized communities um historically they've been black and hispanic or people of oh, sorry excuse me um Latinx communities mm-hmm. that have experienced these economic disparities and I think if we exchange the word education with empowerment because that's really what people get an education for, right it's, you know, so you can be empowered, so you can make a living. So if people are getting an education and they're not able to actually empower themselves and make a living, there's something it's it's the system is ultimately flawed. And um I think us learning about it, um, learning about money and and having that in our early education system is so important. And the best way to learn about it is to actually have money. Um, but yeah, I think-
0: Having experiential programs like Socialpreneur.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> and um, if we do also look at the root of the problems, we can see you know, where the wealth of Black families is a huge gap in comparison to white families. And then we can see trends that predict that the net wealth of black families will be zero by 2053. Those are things that our education system needs to be addressing um, that I don't think is a part of the conversation at all. So um, like Mike said, the the education revolution is going to be economic so he's spot on
0: uh, you're leading it and you're leading it miss peterson miss peterson it's been an honor having you on the show you know what's your one powerful takeaway for our amazing leaders who are watching and listening right now if they want to be a part of this movement that you're leading change education with you how can they support you
1: oh definitely well you know if you have you want to be an investor out there we're we're starting we're looking to raise a seed round um also if you are an educator and you think it would be great to introduce your students to this um, program you can also find us on the website um, and and contact us there also with if you have if you're a parent and you have kids that you want to give them a head start on their um, financial future they can also apply but um yeah reach out if 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 you're interested and, and you would like to see how we can work together, I'm definitely a big collaborator. Um, I love you know us in the community coming together and working together on a problem. So feel free to reach out LinkedIn um, on the website. Um, we're also on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, so you can find us and we'll be happy to connect.
0: Love it, love it. Hey y'all, show love to Miss Peterson. She is killing it with a. <laughs> And socialpreneur, and more importantly, check her out. I've shared her website with you all, to Socialpreneur Lab, as well as her LinkedIn. With that said, Miss Peterson, we want you to come back on the show. We love your abundant energy, and we love what you're doing, and we appreciate the movement that you're leading. What do you think? Coming back?
1: Yes, definitely. Thank you. So much. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need you to come um, talk to some of our students too. If that oh,
0: absolutely, absolutely, okay. always. I can make. I can always make time for that. Awesome. For that.
1: We're going to put that on the calendar.
0: Let's put it on the calendar. Let's do it. <laughs> talk to you
1: soon.
0: All right. Talk to
1: you soon. Thank, you. Thank you.
0: And that was the amazing Jamela Peterson, the CEO and director of operations for Socialpreneur Lab. Please make sure to go check them out. They are killing it. She's killing it. She's leading one hell of a movement. And shout out to Mike H who suggested her to be a guest. So we're always taking guests on the show because our platform is your platform and we're leading our movement with you. Once again, Make sure you sign up for guideapp.co, our early access beta. We are in motion. And today I'm super excited because we're launching a whole bunch of new features. (laughs) It's super thrilling. And then also, check out the tea that we're launching. Big Black Tea is in full effect. Zen and Harmony. Super excited for the movement that we're leading with Big Black Tea. So many people have hit me up. Are like, Tim, when can I get the tea? Tim, I want the tea. Tim, can I get the tea? It's like everybody wants the tea no drink right and we made it right and if you are interested in getting big black tea hit us up hit me up in the dms or on twitter i'm always here to be of support and more importantly let you know that we're coming october 1st pre-orders will be shipping soon but hey for right now you can stare at it adore it and get excited about it and more importantly tell a friend to tell a friend to share this live episode of god live b2b jam session If you love what you saw and if you love hearing from the amazing Jamela Peterson, follow her movement, but tell your parent, your son, your daughter that they need to watch this episode to learn a little bit more about how they can join socialpreneurs movement and empower themselves to be economically literate, financially literate, and more importantly, ready for a very entrepreneurial world that we're moving towards. With that said, shout out to Mrs. Dury, who says thank you so much for this important discussion. Thank you, Nyasha, for tuning in and joining us and being part of the conversation. Shout out to my homie, Mike Gates as well. Shout out to Sana and also shout out to Mr. Jai. What's up, man? Hopefully you all are well. Wherever you're listening tuning in from, please enjoy your Friday or weekend and spend some time doing what you love with the people you love. And more importantly, staying peaceful, warm, and forward, progressive. With that said, want to show love? To the amazing, 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 amazing Big Black Tea team, we have been killing it, killing it with this tea. Like The entire ecosystem is excited about Big Black Tea, and we are super appreciative of that. And once again, Big Black Tea is a guide production. So if you are loving Big Black Tea, you're loving guide, sign up for early access. Boom. With that said, y'all, hopefully you all have a great day. Much love to Oakland. Stay safe. Happy Friday, and enjoy your weekend. All right. With that said, peace, love, and abundance. But wait, before we head out, I have a really amazing song I want to play for you all that I think you all are going to love. Guess what it is. You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? It's called uh, 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 uh. Like I Want You Acoustic by Gideon. Make sure to check it out. All right, y'all. Peace.
2: The truth. I said I'm happy but I'm still stuck on us Those mm-hmm. your mind with this game too? They don't be ill. I guess I'll just pretend until it all makes sense mm-hmm. See you face to face, I'm thinking about the days we used to be But I can't make a scene Oh, I can't make it seem see you face to face I'm thinking about the days we used to be But I can't make it seem Oh, I can't make it seem Like I want I guess it's overdue. Tell me your point of view. Tell me, am I to blame? You're so good with change. Mm-mm-mm. A table set for two. You got me waiting, but you ain't coming through. Try to stay patient, but gotta face the truth. See you face to face, I'm thinking about the days we used to be But I can't make it seem, or oh, I can't make it seem See you face to face, I'm thinking about the days we used to be But I can't make it seem, or oh, I can't make it seem! Like I want you!